Hello, my beloved family, precious brothers and sisters. This is your sister, Alicia, and your shepherd, Zarina London. I come to you today differently, with a heavy heart. I want to decree and declare something that's very important that so many people do not know. And that is, he is innocent. He is innocent. He is innocent, beloved. You say, who is innocent? Your father and creator, your savior. He is innocent. I am so tired of listening to pastors, mega pastors with mega churches all over the world preaching this doctrines of devils. God is in complete control. God causes these things to happen to you so that he could teach you something. And then they go all the way back to Job. One time in the scripture, Job, in the old covenant. But yet these very same pastors will be in their church. A month later teaching you, Jesus paid it all. He paid for all your sicknesses and diseases, not just your sins. He took the curse upon himself. And that's all true. So how can they go back to saying that he put this sickness on you? He sent this to you when he had his son pay for it. The Savior is the word of the Father. Do you think the word is going to go against itself? The word was with Yah and the word was, was Yah. In your Bibles it said the word was with God and the word was God. I am so tired of hearing this. And you know why? Because it is causing people to walk away from the Father. And it is giving Satan power. You know, they have been watching too many mystical movies, um, Greek mythology, with Zeus playing chess with the people on Earth and Venus and Mars and all. This is ridiculous. How can you say he paid it all, but then you turn around and say he gave it, he put it on you? Beloved, let me tell you this. He did not give your loved one cancer. He does not give you a baby, cause you to be pregnant, by blessing you to be pregnant. Your husband was the one who <laughs> they caused you to be pregnant and then kill the baby, take the baby from you. That is not his M.O. That is not your father nor your savior. That is a lie from the pit of hell. That is Satan speaking through these pastors, preachers, male and female. I don't get it. They're learned. They're anointed in so many ways, but when it comes to this, they're as dumb as a shoe. <laughs> 
You say, how can, what do you mean dumb as a shoe? Have you ever tried to talk to your shoe and see how it looks at you <laughs> with that empty, I don't know, <laughs> blank look? That's what I mean. So many people, I don't know why God did this, but in the midst, he, he will bring you, drive you to the desert so that he can make you the man or the woman he wants you to be. And then they go talk about Moses. He drove Moses to the wilderness. No, that is incorrect. That is ignorant, which is a lack of knowledge. That's a lie. Moses drove himself into the wilderness when he went ahead of the father by killing that Egyptian. And if you read the scripture and stop looking at the movies, these Bible studies, he knew who he was. He knew that he was the one that was supposed to set the, the, the Israelites free. They called them Israelites. I won't get into that right now. So he thought his brothers would, his brother would understand. So he couldn't believe it when they went against him. Like he thought they were like, yeah, wow, he's for us. He killed that Egyptian for us. No. And he was ten years early because the father said four hundred years. And Moses, be going into himself, caused himself forty years in the desert, and the children of Yasharal, what they call Israel, 10 extra years of slavery, which caused many, many deaths in those 10 extra years. He drove himself. He wouldn't have had to go into the desert if it wasn't for what he did. Who's to say? I mean, Yah brought him up in the palace. You think he couldn't have used him within the palace? Well, you're mistaken. We'll never know what Yah had planned until we come before him because Moses went ahead of him and did it, tried to do it himself. And he didn't have a speech impediment, beloved. That's another lie. What it was... He was delivered from himself. He was no longer arrogant, thinking, oh, I can do it. He didn't have the confidence in himself that he had. Before he had too much confidence in himself, now he had none. Because if you read the scripture, it says that he was mighty in words and in deeds. So where did he get, where does this, uh, Moses had to, come out of religion. Come out, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Come out of religion. Come out of men's superstitions and foolishness, my people. It's in your scripture. He was mighty in words and in deeds. Moses was a brilliant man. And when he was saying he couldn't talk, he meant he didn't have the... There are a lot of people... I remember, I didn't want to speak in front of people. I couldn't do it. Are there other people who said, you know, no, I can't get, I, I just can't speak in front of a crowd. And he could have, you never, you don't know how great it would have been if he had just said yes. But you know, he, Aaron, Aaron, his brother, 
his place, speaking. Aaron's sons were horrible too later. We're getting back. There's so many people think that our Heavenly Father killed their husband, their wife, their mother, their child with cancer. He hate cancer. He paid for every disease. Didn't they say that? All our Psalms would have, was it 103? You know, he paid for, you know, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all, and forget not all his benefits. You know, he, he forgive all our sins. He healed all our diseases. He delivered us from, from destruction. What happened to that? They want to go back to Job. One time in the Bible, in the scripture, before the Savior came, before Yah, your heavenly Father, whom you call God, or whom you call the Lord, or whom you call Yahweh, or Jehovah, came in the, his word, becoming flesh, and paid the price for us. Don't you dare sing the song, Jesus paid it all. If you're going to blame him for your cancer, or for the cancer, or for the car accident. Another couple blamed, they don't know why God did this to their son. Their son got drunk and was driving while he was drunk and ran into a tree and killed himself. But the pastor preaching the funeral, we don't know why God does the things that he does. He did not tell that young man to get drunk and drive. I'm sure his spirit, the Holy, what you call the Holy Spirit, was telling him, don't drive. You shouldn't drive. And there's another one. A mother had an argument with her son. These are documented, real things. I'm not lying. A big argument. And she told him, I want to get out. And I don't hope I don't ever want to see you again. I hope I never, ever see you again. The young man who was in high school went, left the house angry. But he didn't go to school. He went to his friend's house. And there they were playing Russian roulette. One with a gun, one bullet in the gun. And he blew his head off. There. He didn't die instantly. But he was in a coma. And they're wondering, they don't know why God did this. She doesn't know how she cursed him. She got what she said. She, no word goes out for it. I hate you. She said, I hate you. I never want to see you again. He died. But then they want to know why did God do this? Now, beloved family, how ridiculous does that sound? If it doesn't sound ridiculous to you, you need to check yourself. I'm sorry if you, if people get upset with me, but I am sick and tired of hearing it. It really, I, I mean, it really breaks my heart. It sometimes it angers me. Sometimes it just breaks me to tears, especially when I see these people. And I was watching this pastor, and he looked like he had like twenty thousand people in his congregation, and they're all saying Amen. And he's preaching this. He's teaching this. He said uh, he was rebuking the people who said. God had nothing to do with this. We were talking about uh, having AIDS, or I can't remember exactly what. 
He was rebuking it. God has nothing to do with AIDS. Man created AIDS. And he had nothing to do with this person having sex. Come on, people. Either you know him and he's good, like you say. They say, God is good all the time. Stop lying. How can you say that and believe that? And you say, he gave you cancer. He killed your spouse. He, he destroyed, he caused you to get a divorce in your marriage. Well, he did, well, he allowed it. What do you mean he allowed it? You allowed it. We allowed it. Why do we think that he's up there playing chess with us? You watch too much television. And I'll say this again to you. Genesis 1.26. Let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Let them have dominion. And it goes on to say, over the animals, over the the fowl in the air, the birds, every creeping, crawling thing, over the trees, over the whole entire earth. He gave it to us. Now, he doesn't go back on his word, beloved. How can he? He is his word and his word is him. And then he, when he told, he said, go be, he said, subdue the land. Subdue. And be fruitful and multiply. He wanted his children to rule earth like he rules heaven. We are not going to heaven to rule heaven. He does not need us to rule heaven. He needs us to rule earth. Now, some of you may be getting offended or may not like this message. But you know what? I'm sorry for you. I'm not sorry for the message. I'm sorry for you. Because I'm just telling you the truth. And I just because and Father knows that I, you know, I love I like people to like me. Being an entertainer so for so many years, that's what you are. You are a people pleaser. But I can't be that anymore. Now I'm a Yah pleaser. I have to please him. And so many people are turned off. And from him because of this stupid, deadly doctrine. God is in complete control. He, how could he be in complete control, beloved? When he gave you free will, me free will? Well, if, if he is, if, if he is, then if he is in, uh, sorry for that destruction, in complete control of everything, then he must want me to tell you what I'm telling you, right? Huh? It really... I want to get distracted here. If he only does it or allows it. And I say, I've said this before, but it's like, again, he's innocent. When you say... He either does it or allows it. You're calling him a rapist? A co-conspirator with rape? You're calling him a co-conspirator with um, child molestation, pornography? With human trafficking? With murder? With drugs? Because if you allow it and you go along with it, you're a part of the crime. And if you were here, if there's some, a child that reported their father was molesting them, 
a young lady. But the mother knew she was there and she allowed it. She should go to jail too. She would go to jail too. She is not innocent. So that would mean our father is not innocent. How dare, how dare anyone accuse him of being a co-conspirator with rape and robbery and murder. And The devil is laughing. The devil is laughing at so many Christians. And beloved, understand this. It's going to be, hell is going to be full of a lot of pastors, preachers, prophetess, prophets, evangelists, so on, and Christians. Oh, I can tell you, many will be there. Only a few is going to make it through. I mean, get this. And so many of are angry. You're holding unresolved resentment against the Father, undeserved resentment because of that doctrine of devils. God is in complete control. Where does it say that? Yes, he's sovereign. But you go if you go by the true definition of sovereign, that means you know you're at the you're at the top. America is sovereign. Are they in control of everything? Do they? Does anything happen only because they do it or allow it? Sovereign means you're you're, you're number one, but it doesn't mean you control every little thing. That's Christianity. That's religion's definition of sovereign. Go to your dictionary. Look up the word sovereign. Don't look it up in the don't go to the Christian or biblical definition or Bible or dictionary. Please, 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 please hear me. And this is not just not for me, not even for the Father, for you. Because if you don't know him like I do, if you don't know him how he really is, that you can trust him with everything, that he's not going to do something horrible to you to teach you something, he's not so insecure that he has to hurt you or harm you to get you to come to him. He gave you free will. He put self-imposed limitations on himself when he gave the trillion, billion, zillion people on this earth, everyone, free will. Free will. And he will give you that free will all the way to hell if that's where you want to go. He's not going to take it back. He does not take his word back like people do, like Satan does. His word is his bond. He is his word and his word is him. You have free will. We are responsible for what goes on on this earth. And as long as Satan and the workers of iniquity have you thinking that it's God, that it's Yah, and if he loves you so much, why is he allowing all this to happen? They're going to whip your butt. They're going to continue to whip your butt. Just turn around and say, here it is. Give it to them so they can whip it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, beloved. And I ask the Father, please don't let me be too hard. But it's enough of this cream puff, sweet and sugar stuff. We have enough. We have many diabetic Christians. All you listen to is sugar. and You're getting sugar and candy and sweet. God is going to meet your every need. It's a breakthrough coming now. This is the year of abundance. That's what the, I mean, that's what the churches are preaching. Those are the ones with the full churches. 
the ones that are preaching the stuff that I'm preaching, oh, they don't have the mega, they don't have the mega churches. Many are called, few are chosen. And Yah said, our father said, it is his will that none should perish, right? Well, many are perishing. If he's in complete control, why isn't his will being done? It's his will that none shall perish, but many are per- more are perishing than will be saved. And it's not because of him. He gave us free will. He cannot. He will not. If he did, the devil would accuse him. Aha, you broke your word. You said you gave them free will. Why are you changing things? Now, he's in control. No, he's in charge, baby. Oh, he's in charge. You say, what's the difference? Well, it's going to end just like he said it's going to end. Satan's going to get his butt beat and all the workers of iniquity are going to be trembling in fear and they're going to go to hell. All that's going to happen. He's going to come back in a blink, in an eye, in a blink of an eye will be changed into our spiritual bodies. We're not flying away anywhere. Beloved, I know people are going to get upset with me. They love their, that's another thing that religion put in there to keep you docile. Well, that's okay. We're going to fly away anyway. You're so holy that he's going to take you away that you don't be tried. And But the Savior was tried. Matthew, Peter, Mark, Paul, Peter, they were all tried. But Christians won't be tried? Come on, beloved. Really? And now they got a pre-rapture and a post-rapture. So scripture says he's come he's twice. He came first when he was born and walked the earth. And then he's coming again. So if it's the rapture, then that's three comings. He's coming, he's gonna take his church, his people, fly away with him, then he's coming back and punish the other people. Come on, beloved. Really? I know some of you are getting upset with me, but that's okay. I mean that's if that's the price, that's what I have to pay to to teach his word. I wasn't planning on talking about this because I know how people don't like it. I know how Christian church, they're counting on this. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Just take me out of here. If you read Revelations, he's talking to the church and the church is here. It's still here. He said, though, the ones who will be saved are the ones that are faithful to the end. We're all going to be tried. Because so many, so many Christians will submit to Satan when they're trying. If they had the chance to really be trusted, uh, convert, didn't renounce him or die, many will renounce him. Sad to say, it's true. too for much further on that. Just he's innocent. He loves you with all his heart. He loved you so much before the foundations of the earth, the blood of the sacrificial lamb was shed and on the on the mercy seat in the third heaven. You read that in Revelation. Before sin ever happened, before grace was ever needed, before faith was ever needed, grace was given. Favor was given. Mercy was given. Before 
he was on that tree on Calvary. Because the Father finishes before he starts. And I know a lot of people, they can't hear me on that. What do you mean, finish before he starts? Because once he thinks it, it's done. It's done. All he has to do is speak it. Remember this, beloved. I've taught this. Thoughts are just words given power. So watch your thoughts. Some of you are thinking really bad things about me right now. And some, your eyes are opening. I'm not, I'm just trying to do my part and to help you. You know, Nehemiah wasn't favored. Isaiah wasn't favored. Jeremiah, those that have things to say that are hard things. Daniel. I just want to, I'm going to end this to say he's for you, beloved. He's for you. He didn't do anything to, he didn't kill your baby. He didn't, he does not make retarded children. He did not, he does not give you a child with no arms and no legs. Yeah, they're born like that, but we live in a fallen world. They're poisoning our food. Our water's been poisoned. Not just now, they've been poisoning our food, our water. And we have an, an adversary here on earth because there was no such thing as sickness or disease until Adam and Kua, who's called Eve, until they sinned. Satan, sin, Satan, sickness came in at the same time because man was not even going to die. How can you say he gave us, he gives us sickness when he put us on here to live forever with no sickness? Man's disobedience following Satan brought this in. Man's disobedience and Satan brought sin and death in the world. Your father wants to, he wants to do so much for you, but you're blocking him out, blaming him. And what good is that going to do? You think you can punish him because, well, I'm not going to love you. I'm not going to, you know, some people, you know, I have, a, I have a problem with God. You know, you know, you know, I'm not that. How dare you? Your arrogance. What are you going to do on judge, when judgment day? You like you think you're going to have something to say? You're going to hang your head in shame because all he has to do is appear. And all the righteousness and all the love, everything, you will see it and you will know how wretched you were. How wretched we are. You're not going to say anything. Trust me. Every knee shall bow. The wicked ones, the workers of iniquity, the ones who are running around killing people purposely with, with medicines and jabs and, and wanting to depopulate the earth and all, all these and child trafficking and raping our children and using our children for sex objects and blood sacrifices. Oh, they are going to pay. And they're stupid enough to believe that their fault, their what leader Satan is going to win. See, Satan knows, but his dumb followers don't know, evidently. But let me tell you, He's, he's all powerful. He's all knowing. He's all loving. He's all good. Nothing else is all good but him. Every good and perfect thing comes from him. Don't fix your lips to say God is good and, and all the time if you're going to think he, he did this to you. He, he caused you to lose your job. He gave you this cancer. Or he broke up your relationship. He did. Don't even say it. 
He's speaking with two tongues. How can one side of your face say God is good all the time? And then the other side says, well, you never know what he's going to do. Now, God moves in mysterious ways. That's not scriptural. No, he doesn't. He moves in. It's righteous. It's perfect. It's fair. And it's good. All the time. There's nothing mysterious about that. Now, is it? Satan has been in the pulpit preaching for so long. And you better believe a lot of these multi, multi-churches, they had to sign a piece of paper saying that certain things they wouldn't preach in order to get their loans. You better know them for yourself. You better know them for yourself and stop being a dumb sheep following going to the slaughter. There's only one person you should be like a dumb sheep for. <laughs> and that is our Savior. He's the only shepherd. Follow him because he will not harm you. He's the good shepherd. But these ones here, they're hirelings. A lot of them are hirelings. They're going to lead you into hell. Beware, beloved. Beware. I'm sorry. I got to go. I hear my little teddy. And I don't know if this is going to cause some people to stop listening. Because I believe I'm going to put, I'm supposed to put this on both. But whatever, I, I, whatever your will. I'm doing this for for you, for the love of you, and for my father. So you can love him and trust him. He's innocent. He's innocent. And he's there to help you. He helps you go through things. You wonder, well, I went to him after this happened. Because that was because of you. You let yourself get so far down. You weren't thinking about him. But when you couldn't help yourself, that's what happened to me. Should I say he's the one that caused me to get hooked on drugs when I was younger so that he could so that he could use me now? <laughs> Y'all forbid. I did that. And then when I couldn't get myself out of it, I reached up to him because I had there was no other way. I had, he was my only hope. And that is what happened. He didn't do it to you. It's just that's when you go to him, is when trouble comes to you. Satan is the one that brings trouble. Yah, your heavenly father, is the one that brings you out. He helps you through it. Believe it, beloved. He's innocent. And he loves you so much. Heavenly Father, as I end this, I thank you. I thank you for my life. I thank you for the lives of these listeners. I thank you for giving me this platform, this podcast. I didn't even ask for it. You sent it to me. And I prayed that I'd do the right thing. And I know... I've been wanting to say soft things and good things on heart to heart, but it's put on my heart to just say, I've got to preach your heart, the truth. And I pray that each and every listener now will know your heart and will hear the words, you are innocent. You love them. You want the best for them. You want to give them a good future. You want them to to be in health as their soul prospers. You want them to prosper. You want them to be in good health. And yes, There are still miracles today. How dare they say miracles are not today. You still have pastors and and apostles and prophets here today. You haven't changed. You haven't changed. You don't need to change. Because there's nothing greater than you. You're perfect. This is man. This is religion. Man's superstition and traditions. You have some truth. And there are many false prophets. There are many false pastors. There are many calling themselves apostles. And they, they were not sent. They just went. Because that's what apostle is. Sent. 
Oh, but you do have some truth. Because you'll never give it all over to the devil. How can the devil just have everything? Just like music. When you told me, take back what was stolen from your kingdom. I said, what is that? The arts, music, and, and dance, and all that belongs to you. You created Satan has just infiltrated it and perverted it. It's what they put in it. But you own music. Music is not, in the, it's not evil. Art, the art is not evil. There's evil in the arts. There's evil people now controlling the arts. But you are good. You are good all the time. You are good through and through. You are all good. There's nothing and no one all good but you, Father, y'all. I believe it. I know you are innocent. Like you told me, tell my people, stop blaming me for what I did not do. Father, and I pray, take a precious set-apart spirit. Yaru Kadash, what they call Holy Spirit. Take over. Take over. Move on the hearts of the people here. I, I lay this message down at your feet. And I trust you with it. I'm just, go out in faith. Step out in faith. Trusting you. Trusting your love. Trusting your power. Because I don't want to hear when you come. I don't want to hear. Coming to. Why didn't you tell my people what I told you? Why didn't you preach my word? Why did you keep it to yourself? Because I know. I don't want to hear that. Somebody is being set free. There may be many of that are getting angry and turn me off. But somebody is getting it. Somebody's going to get it. And they're going to see that the only person that can help them, the devil has had them, and man's traditions and superstition has had them turning and resenting and hating the only one that can help them. And that's exactly what Satan wants, to be us, us to be a sitting duck. Father, no more, no more. I will preach it, I will sing it, I will teach it. You are innocent. And I adore you, you are perfect. You are righteous. You are set apart. What they use for holy. You are loving, giving. You're not just loving, you are love. You're not just powerful, you are power. You're not just faithful, you are faithfulness. You're not just merciful, you are mercy. You're not just good, you are goodness. Hallelujah. All praise be unto you, Father. In the name of your beloved Son, Salvation, whom I know as Yahusha, and used to call him what the most of the world calls him, Jesus. Hallelujah. So be it, so be it, so be it. All right, beloved family, brothers and sisters, until we meet again, y'all willing, and I wake up again, and y'all willing, if you're willing, you come back and listen to me again. Shalom. Peace be with you.